Hey y'all, welcome to and what? I know. I know. You don't have to say it. I know. We just gonna move past it. We're not even gonna say anything about it. We just gonna move on and be married and continue. I know. Okay. I know. I... I really wasn't planning on even recording an episode. I just I had a moment where I don't know with this whole like quarantine thing and being um uh, isolated and doing the social distancing, I really started like to feel alone. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just let me lean on God for a second. So I did it and brought me to Jeremiah 29 and the verse that actually made me go to the chapter was um, verse 13 where it says if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me because I'm like in a pursuit season I guess um, if you will I decided to read the whole chapter and um because i was like this is this is like how does this tie in because i feel like a lot of the times like people will say verses and i've done this and take it out of context and it's just like that's not even what that's not even what he was even trying to say though so i was just interested in like figuring out what the context was like why was he saying this particular thing like what was the situation um the lord was basically telling them like yo you're gonna be in babylon for like 70 years so they're like not in their home this is the israelites so they've like been exiled um not in jerusalem they've been exiled to babylon and the lord's like you're gonna be there for for 70 years and then um continues to say but then i will come and do for you all the good things i have promised and i will bring you home again then that's where verse 11 comes in where it says for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good not for disaster to give you a future and a hope and i was like wow this is this is interesting when i was reading it i just couldn't get like the 70 years out of my head because i'm just like wait what <laughs> 70 years is a long time like that's literally a lifetime literally a lifetime and I was just like, I could not stop looking at that 70 years. And I just was looking at it. I was like, this is not like a good situation. Like this is, this is like, if I was in their shoes, if I was in their position, I'd be a little high key bad. I'd be upset. Like, wait, what? I got to be 70 years, 70 years. And it's just like, the Holy Spirit dropped it on me. Like this may look like a lot of what we go through looks like a bad situation but it's it's not like he knows the plans that he has for us and that I was just like that's interesting because when you think of a plan like plans are very well thought out like they're clear they're precise like they give instructions like there's no there's no doubt there's no confusion about it like and all plans 
that are well thought out also have a goal like there's a point in them and one thing that the lord kind of revealed to me was that you know it says for i know the plans i have for you i mean obviously like it's his plans but the thing is we have to choose to pursue his plan over our own this 70 years thing like it's it's difficult to understand how this is going to be good like how it's not for disaster like how it's how is it going to to be what you said it was going to be but what you have to understand one there's there's a guarantee that when you pursue God's plans there's a guarantee that they will always be good that they will never fail and that it will always produce something it will always produce a future it's easy to like when you when you're pursuing the thing that um you know god has mapped out for you and to to go through obstacles and it just seems like there's so much resistance or there's so many things that's trying to prevent you from attaining it and from reaching reaching you know his plan and it's just like of course why wouldn't there be opposition to me pursuing God's plan of course the enemy is going to try to do everything to deter me to distract me to discourage me from pursuing God's plan of course like he can you know make a closed door that's actually for my protection make me perceive it as rejection and to just turn around and not even go that route anymore of course but we have to understand that it regardless of what the current situation looks like like there's 70 years like regardless of what that looked like they were guaranteed that God's plan that he had laid out for them would not fail period like it would not fail and I think that's just important to remember, um, especially now, because, you know, I had a lot of things planned, okay? I had a lot of things planned. I had a lot of places I wanted to go. I had a lot of people I wanted to see. Not a lot. But now it seems like a lot because I can't do any of it. Nevertheless, it's just interesting to see how you know <laughs> this whole time when I'm planning out what these next few months would look like and God's sitting back looking at me like you're not even gonna be able to do that then <laughs> it's just like it's 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 funny it's actually kind of funny to me like I like sitting down planning my summer planning everything and it's just like God looking up in heaven, you know, in January when I'm making all these plans. And he's like, nah, that's not going to happen. You're not going to get to do that. And I'm not saying that um, God brought on this little virus thing going around. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that um, I choose to believe that he knew it would happen. I also choose to believe that... Um, even in 
the worst of situations and even in the things that it's always the things for me it's always the things that seem to be the most evil the most not like god for me those are the things that i that i just see god in the most like it's just it's like there's no way his fingerprint isn't on this and not in the sense where he created it or he caused it but in the sense where he's still in control of it and that's really like where i have to get my mindset in because especially with the news and just you're not really getting correct information or you're getting confusing information or um yeah it's just it can cause like a lot of um anxiety or whatever the case may be and I mean that's understandable it's it's understandable to be overwhelmed and to be confused um and to be anxious with the information that the world is giving is giving us um and I think that's where a shift in focus and a shift in perspective has to take place because of who our God is like we know our God is a God who has plans for us he literally has imagined has taken the time to sit down and think intricately plan out our lives from beginning to end to trust that and to know that all of his plans regardless of what our current situation looks like all of his plans are always good they're never going to fail and they're always going to produce a future for us like there's 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 a future after this and you know looking at the news and everything that's happening it's easy to be like there ain't no future after this or to even question what the future looks like and I love that it says and hope like there's a hope in in the future that it will be good that it will be prosperous that it will succeed that it will not fail that he will keep his promises and it was just mind-blowing for me how profound and how I really like saw that verse in the in a different light like yeah you know oh yeah no God has plans for you but you got to choose these plans that he has for you you have to choose to pursue them and and walk it out and you know acknowledging him before you make a decision and asking him yo god like i'm about to buy this car or whatever is this a part of the plan that you have for me is this a part of um the things that you've imagined in your mind before you created me is this your will is this your desire is this what you want for me and if it's not then you gotta just keep on trucking and keep on keeping on and you know go in the direction that god wants you to go like there's no guarantee that our plans will succeed that's maybe like a very negative mindset to have judge me later but 
there really is no guarantee that our plans will succeed, but there is a guarantee that God's plans will definitely work out. And I just feel like I win more with going after God's plans than I do with like it's less of a risk. There's there's no actually there's no risk at all. Like there's no risk. Like if I could play the lottery and I knew no not the lottery. If I could gamble not going to if I could and I knew that I wouldn't lose I would okay okay I would I would gamble all all day long okay I would if I knew I would not be able to lose and I would win every single time like (laughs) who going to the bank (laughs) this girl no but it's just it's it's interesting and one of the things that I asked is how do I how do you know I feel like that's a question I always have like how do I know one what God's plans are um two if I'm even walking in them like how do I how do I know and that's why I think God really drew me to this chapter is because he says if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me and you can't get his plans without him it comes from him like i feel like we we sometimes try to um skip over god and go straight to what he has for us go straight to our blessings go straight to our healing go straight to our breakthrough but we skip the we want to rush i should say or um not really deal with the process of developing in him and allowing him to shape us and to mold us and this is what it is. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So, I'm a teacher. We're in digital learning days, which means everything, every, every, everything, everything is online. I'm, I'm just going to leave it right there. So, I had a, I was holding a Zoom meeting with um, a few of my students. And they didn't want to show their faces, which was fine. I I really didn't want to show mine either, but I was like, I'm the teacher. I feel like if I'm hosting the meeting, like, they got to see my face. I was like, whatever. So I showed my face. And one of my students came on, didn't have their uh, face showing. All I heard was their voice. And I was able to recognize who the student was. I have, like, a good, like, 130 students. And... I was able to recognize that particular student's voice and the reason why was because I spend time with them I I have familiarized myself with who they are I know how they are when they're angry I know how they are when they're sad I know how they are when they're happy I know how they are when they're not here for my foolishness I know how they are when they are here for my foolishness and we take a second to cut up and just have like I I know anyway the point is I've gotten to a point where I you know I'm with them 
every day. There's literally a designated time period that I have that I'm spending, that I've dedicated for them. And I think that's what we need to, that's the approach, I should say, that we need to have with our relationship with God. We need to get familiarized with who he is so that we're able in the dark seasons, in the storms, in, you know, the the tough times, we're able to still recognize his voice because we're familiarized with who he is. So when there is a pandemic going around, we're not all flustered and overwhelmed and anxious because we know our God to be a healer. And we know that, you know, by his stripes that we are healed. So it's just that that was dawning to me. And, um, you know, you have to in order to hear his voice, you have to look for him. And it it can't just, it has to, there has to be a commitment and um, sincerity in your pursuit of God. And y'all know commitment. <laughs> I said we weren't going to talk about it, so we're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to leave it right there. Okay? Okay. I know. I'm just going to leave it right there. Anyway, so it's just, it's, there was so many different things that these two particular verses really got revealed to me. And it was just, I have these plans for you. Like I, I've mapped out, I've mapped out your life and you win at the end. But in order for you to know the plans, you have to look for me. You have you have to pursue me. You have to you gotta go searching. Like I have a, a tendency to hide things and forget where I hide them. And the crazy thing is is I tell myself when I hide something in like a really good hiding spot that I'm going to forget that this is where I hid it. I always tell myself that I'm like, nah, this is, I'm not going to forget. I'm going to remember. So I forget where I hide it and what I hid ends up becoming lost. But is it really lost if it was hidden? But so it's just whenever that happens, there's always a moment where the only thing that I'm doing is looking for that thing. I don't care what happens I don't care who calls me I don't care where I gotta go I don't care where I gotta be what I gotta do if I realize that the thing I hid I do not know where it is best believe (laughs) we're going to be searching for that thing until that thing is found like I'm not going to stop looking for it until I find it until I attain it, until I have it back in my possession. And the reason why is because it's something that I valued, valued enough to hide it. And I I think really that's where the pursuit has to first begin. Do we even value a relationship with God? Like, is that even something that we, we consider to be precious to us is it even something that we consider at all because once we realize how valuable our relationship 
um, how pertinent our relationship with God is, then it's just like, dang, I gotta, I have to find this. Like I have to, and it's not just once you find it, then, then you stop. And then you just kind of plateau. It has to be a constant pursuit, commitment, committing to something is regardless of the um, adversities that happens. I'm going to still chase after this. I'm going to still run after this. I don't care what's going on around me. My focus is fixated on my pursuit of God. Because if I, when I find him, because that that actually is what the next verse says. I will be found by you. You will find him. Like, it, and that's beautiful because it's not like you're just looking for no reason. It, it's it's or it's just like oh, keep looking, keep looking, keep looking, keep keep looking, and you'll never find him. Like he tells us that if you if you look for me, if you try, if you put in an effort, just one effort. To, to find me, you will find me. Like, it's not in vain. It's not a waste of time. And I just wanted to take the time to encourage somebody because four hours ago, I, I was not encouraged myself. So I don't know where your mental or emotional state is as you are as we are all going through this here situation. But I think it's it's really important to uh, to take to utilize this time to develop our relationship with God, to pursue him, to listen to his plans, to you know just figure out you know god what do you want for my life putting aside my desires putting aside my will i'm putting aside the life that i pictured in my head and i'm asking you to reveal to me what you want what you want what your plans I think when we get, I know when we get to that place where we're familiar with his voice, we're unfazed by the chaos of the world. I want to pray for you. God, thank you for the reminder of who you are. Thank you for being a healer, a provider, a way maker, for being our present help in time of trouble. Everything that we need is literally found in you. You truly are our source and God I want to thank you for that and I want to well God lift up 
people who are struggling mentally, who are struggling emotionally, being isolated. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you just wrap your arms around them, that they feel overwhelmed, God, by your love, that they feel overwhelmed by your compassion and your kindness, your grace and your mercy that you have. Lord God, and I also ask that joy and peace, Heavenly Father, rest upon them, Lord God. And I just ask, Heavenly Father, as you continue, as we continue to go through these weeks of uh, social distancing, I pray, Heavenly Father, that this be the time that we posture ourselves at your feet, that our pursuit for you, our, our yearning, our hunger, our thirst for you, Heavenly Father, is elevated, and that you, Lord God, also elevate our expectation of who you are. Thank you for being our strong tower. Thank you for being our savior. Thank you for being perfect father. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.